I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. I don't know if my guests knew that, but now they do. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Together Apart, a collection of new short musicals written, composed, directed by, and starring Brown University alumni. It's premiering today, May 27th, 5.30 uh, p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 Eastern Time, streaming through May 30th to raise money for the Actors Fund. And coming up, I am talking with Maria DC and Deborah DeFuria, two of the very talented writers and performers. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. So wonderful How did to be this here. All come about. This is so awesome. <laughs> you want to start, Maria? Go ahead, Maria. Sure, sure. Um, well, you know, it's kind of funny. It's difficult to separate our communication from what then became the musical because as the pandemic started, Deb and I, um, we had already been doing this a bit, but there's an, an application called Marco Polo and you can record video messages to each other and you can sort of leave them as mini monologues for your friend in another time zone and they get them and respond when, you know, they're ready to do their monologue about what's going on. And it's a really an incredible way of sharing your day-to-day -day life and, and what's going on. Um, a bit different from a conversation, um, but, but very valuable in that you just sort of get to say exactly what's on your mind and, and sort of unload and then say, oh, here, you know, here's what the sky looks like today. And mm -hmm. so anyway, we started doing that uh, at least once a day. And um, we were very much sharing each other's lives and supporting each other during the beginning months of the pandemic. And then as it evolved several times a day, um, current until now, and you know, continue to do that. Right. And um, at one point we were both part of a reunion of college students who were at Brown in the late eighties and nineties who did musical theater. And it was really kind of an amazing gathering of, I think there must've been a hundred people um, of people we haven't seen in person. Some we have, but you know, mainly just sort of like, let's go back in time and gather electronically. Mm -hmm. So after that happened, uh, a few people kind of simultaneously had the idea, you know, we should sing together. Oh, we should write a musical. And there was a meeting scheduled and a whole bunch of people were there. Uh, I think maybe there were 60 out of the hundred uh, throwing story ideas out and, you know, well, should we write a musical together? Should it be a musical of vignettes? And anyway, as the as the project evolved, it became um, a show of 10 mini musicals. And Deb and I immediately knew that, well, we should just, we should write about what our conversations have been, what our mm -hmm. friendship, because this is the perfect example of friendship, of friends supporting each other. Yes. Um, through a really painful time with the tools that they have, the electronic tools, which we're so lucky to have. Mm -hmm. And um, and we both love to sing. We both sang in musicals at Brown together. And um, the project became a musical project, full, uh, like a fully um, you know, musical project. And so we took kind of pieces from the beginning of our conversations of the pandemic and wrote, collaborated with some musicians, wrote lyrics, um, and wrote about our individual um, experiences as well as our 
dual experiences. And that's our mini seven minute musical, which is part of Together Apart. I love it. That's what did I leave out, Deb? Okay. No, that was amazing. I'm, okay. Then I'm go to sleep now. But that's basically that was, it. That right? And good night. Um, <laughs> yes, that was it. It was, um, it, we played ourselves. Um, I haven't acted in, well, strangely enough, Marie and I never, I don't think we ever acted together at Brown's. We, we were did. often in shows together. We were oh, oh, never together in the, oh, in the same scene. Oh. oh. I'm trying to think. Maybe I can't not. remember. I mean, we were in show, definitely in shows together. Yeah. In, um, you know, I played. That's really well, funny. But um, I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm writing, I'm a screenwriter here in Rome and Rome is now beginning to have a musical, like musical theater culture. Um, but, you know, you know, taking care of my kids and trying, you know, trying to deal yeah. with life and right. that, that isn't what I'm doing. Um, so actually really uh, very emotional thing for me also to say, okay, I, I'm going to sing um, again and perform and but what's more, we decided that we were going to play ourselves, and it, what a strange, vulnerable thing to do because usually yes. you're not bringing yourselves to theater. You're, you know, you're hiding. I don't want to say hiding behind a mask, but there is a sense of um, liberation by being someone else. Right. And it's a it's a very um, strange space. All of a sudden, being yourself. In, in an artificial construct, um, which is this musical, and bursting into song, of course. Um, but of course, who could I trust more than with Maria, who we've been like, you know, sharing everything and over the years, um, just really high yeah. points and the, the real low, low points of our lives. Um, so it's um, amazing. We haven't so seen powerful. it. We haven't seen it. Oh, you so, haven't. I mean, we, no. So we have no. It's a. It, that's also a little terrifying. Um, not knowing, like, uh, what have we? What have we wrought? Um, are yeah. in, you know, and uh, and how does it fit with the other, um, the other nine musicals? And mm -hmm. you know, I think um, ours is going to feel very. I I, I hope vulnerable and homegrown like we expected and perhaps not your typical oh. musical how did, hopefully uh, authentic how did these hopefully how did these different musicals come together with their specific themes were you supposed to write to or did you come up with your own theme or how did that we, work we came up with our everybody came up with their own and kind of pitched ideas okay. um and said you know I mean, I don't know if there were ideas pitched that people said, you know, no. <laughs> the, the, no, we weren't. Were, in, we weren't in the room where it happened. Yeah. Uh, so there were there were producers, um, you know, Lisa Loeb and yes. Beth Wishney, and uh, an, another team: uh, Matt Hoverman, Maria Sigenthaler, Cara Belfati, and Leslie Buxbaum, who was uh, uh, what our director. incredible director. Um, is there anyone else that I'm missing? I don't want to miss anyone. I don't think so. I, I just want to say I have all the details on my show blog, get the funk out show Thank you. And links, obviously, to mm -hmm. Eventbrite and everything and the whole list of performers. Yeah. So many. Yeah. A lot it, of great mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> came on like Julie Bowen from Modern Family. Yes, isn't I saw it? that. Um, Josh Hamilton, Rhonda Ross, who's a singer-songwriter, who um, is Diana 
Musk's daughter. And, um, (laughs) um, you know, a lot of really talented people, both on stage and on the screen. Um, And, you know, I mean, there are, I think, a hundred people at this point, sort of, you know, either in a cameo or as part of the writer performer team. Um, There are 10 pieces. So we feel really lucky actually that ours is one of the 10 and that we're, you know, we're both the writers um, and uh, singer actors. So it's kind of cool. We had to cut a lot. We're just going to, I'm just going to put that out there now. (laughs) Like we had like, I mean, literally we have um, years of material, <laughs> like we have a year and a half of material actually. Um, but we had, when we whittled it down, it was a half an hour. And then we thought that was like, okay, there we go. And then it was, oh no, no, <laughs> we got to edit more, edit more, edit more. This needs to be seven minutes. So it's really like a little capsule okay. of our it's experience. Hard. Really, It was really hard. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. You know, I had said how, being, I'm, I feel that I'm a creative person. I love to write, but I feel mm. that in the pandemic, I've tried to tell stories that are relatable. And I feel like that's mm. what you're trying to do is to get people to spend some time getting away from whatever it is they're dealing with and to submerse themselves in something super creative. And it goes towards the Actors Fund. Yeah. Yes. Um, the Actors Fund is, I mean, here in Italy <laughs> where there is no such thing as an actor's fund. Um, I realize how how vital it is, especially to the theater um, and film community who has been put on hold. Um, so a wonderful, wonderful uh, cause. And um, I hope if anyone in Italy is listening to this, um, they will understand, wow, we should really do something like that. Say that, yes. Mm-hmm. It, it is a great diversion. I mean, I always talk about the power of flow and finding something for you to put yourself into, especially because there's been so much anxiety and depression and we're in a mental health pandemic. But to have an outlet like this, I feel like acting is, is a wonderful creative pursuit. You know? I found it really inspiring um, how people have persevered um, creatively during the pandemic. Um, you know, people have just been like, okay, what's this Zoom thing? Let's try and, you know, right. do a, pl- a musical on it or a, like us or a play, you know, I've seen theater. I'm sure we all have. Um, I had an arts organization. We do bi-monthly salons. We've pushed through, you know, giving people um, a platform to continue to be creative. I'm also part, and you're, Deb, I know you're part of writers' rooms and stuff and on Zoom. And um, there's an actors' writers group that I belong to. I just, I find that really incredible about human beings. Like we do a lot of awful things um, <laughs> and mess up our world in a lot of ways, but also we're like little ants with the breadcrumb. Like, at least the create. I'll just speak for the creative types right now, but we just keep moving that breadcrumb. Like, okay, you know, let's let's um do a scene, you know, on Zoom. Who cares who's listening? We're gonna do it, you know. It's like the Beauty and the Beast um, TikTok phenomenon. Is, was that what that was? They were re- people were rewriting songs for. For, I believe it was Beauty and the Beast. Um, and it just went viral and all these performers and writers, mostly young kids were doing it. And that I thought that was really inspiring. Yeah. But I agree. I also, um, 
you know, as we were all watching Netflix and, you know, sort of at, looking for balm um, during yes. these moments of great anxiety, I did grab, I, I wanted musicals. I was like, okay, where's, where's the, where's the musical, you know, where, and, and certainly went back and reverted to, you know, good old standbys. Well, that also there. reverted back to what made you happy. What's the thing? Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I noticed yes. too, and I'll tell you both, both this is that mm-hmm. I realized during the pandemic that the thing that makes people resilient or helps build resilience is having meaning and purpose. Mm-hmm. So if you have that thing to look forward to, you know, look what you submerged yeah. yourself in. If you didn't have that, can you imagine what you would be doing? And, yeah. and, and absolutely also having the connection. I think, um, this Zoom medium um, for us, it was Marco Polo or FaceTime. Um, you know, it's exhausting. We know that, but mm-hmm. it has also been this this lifeline and also a, a forum of of great connection in in a different way um, that perhaps we we didn't have before, and an intimacy at times, I don't think all Zoom meetings are intimate, but yeah. that that we've been able to to express our fears and our anxiety and laugh and cry. And so I think um, this musical is actually, it might be a really interesting time capsule in, mm. you know, in 10, 20 years to see, you know, all the different reactions that people have had in in trying to connect um, virtually and um, and how we survived doing so. Absolutely. Wow, I didn't think about that as a time capsule. That's really true. We'll be like the true. the louds. Remember the the first um, reality show with the family, the Loud family in California. Mm. It was called an American Family in the sixties. They did, or maybe early seventies. Yeah. And you look at that, and it's just it was so um, groundbreaking. And so intensely real, maybe we'll be that 30 years from now <laughs> on these uh, online platforms. Amazing. It's, it's funny because uh, last March or April, I've shifted my show from being in the studio in, we broadcast from UC Irvine to doing this. And I started just doing audio and I thought, wait a minute, I have a chance to meet people from all over the world face to face. I'm going to mm-hmm. grab that opportunity. Yeah, that's cool. Because mm-hmm. where are you, Maria? Right now, I mean, I'm normally, well, I've been a bit of a nomad, which is part of our story. So I live in um, New York City on the Upper West Side. And right at the very beginning of the pandemic, I'm never this prescient, but I kind of was like, I think I got to get out to New Jersey to my parents right away. Um, because they're 83 and 90. And I was worried that like, I'd be cut off from them. And you know, so I left and relocated for over a year and um, went back to New York a bit um, um, throughout the time, depending on what was going on um, during the pandemic. And now we've been very lucky to be able to come down to Florida. We, we made it through and we are in, you have um, to explain the rope bridge behind you. Oh, though, the rope it, bridge. Well, it's like just, you're, it's you're just some the decor. So we've had, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, I'm going to climb this later. Um, no, this is, uh, my parents have a condo in um, South Florida and um, 
we have been able to reunite with my brother who lives in California for the first time and my sister who also lives in New York. So we have finally been able to come together as a family. And um, this is sort of like a guest apartment because we're all together at once and there's, we need, needed more room. So I'm in, <laughs> I got, I got the good deal basically, but this is, this is the guest apartment and I, I this is the painting they have, which I think is kind There's of. There's a lot of symbolism in that. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Isn't there? Oh, the, from oh, the wow. connection, yeah. kind of tattered and worn, the, yeah. bridge, you know, the haze. The haze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's lovely. And um, it's, you know, after a tough year, it's been really nice to. It's great. The upside. Yeah. Upside. What yeah. about you, Deborah? How long have you been in Rome? For years? I've been, yes, I've been here for um, 30 years. That's <laughs> incredible if I say 30. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I have um, two Italian men as children. I mean, they're big now. Um, and I have, I guess, carved out my life in Rome, Italy. And uh, Did you have family it's, there. It's, Is that why you went? No, I mean, I think, you know, I, I have my Italian last name. I think I really went here to understand what that mm-hmm. meant. My father died when I was little and he left me this name, lovely last name. Yeah. And an identity that went with it because everyone called me the Italian kid um, and I didn't feel Italian. And so I had to sort of construct that. And so that, you know, searching for my father, I came here, I did look for my roots. I did find um, family members um, and then, but actually I created my own family or um, so that's. uh, Okay. So when are you writing that screenplay? Oh yeah, no, that is a screenplay. There, there, we got we got a lot of stories. Yeah, a few <laughs> of them. Yeah. yeah, it's either a book or a screenplay. But I, I'm all of a sudden I visually was like, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, you're right, that's what got for me sure. out here. Yeah, um, okay. but it's been great, and I I went to film school here, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's been. It's, been good I mean granted you know um, and this we address in the in our little musical as well I live in beautiful Rome and yet I am almost always in front of my computer and so I could live anywhere I mean mm-hmm. I could sure. it, it I have to sort of remind myself sometimes that I live in Rome and in, in the middle of you know the great beauty amazing um, but when I do it's pretty amazing could you speak Italian before you went there um, yes, because I studied um, my third year, I studied at the University of Bologna, um, and I became an Italian studies major. So yes, I was definitely Beautiful. fluent and, um, and, you know, granted, with, with my charming American accent, which I have maintained <laughs> stubbornly, and, you know, to maintain my identity. I love it. What would you like people to know about today's event kicking off tonight, 530? Any little tidbits <laughs> to spark interest? I think that connection. I think there's it's mm-hmm. about connection. I think there's something for everyone in it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our piece is very. Um, I, I would like to say authentic, very um, uh, real, and um, there are other pieces that you know are about zoom school um and or about parenting or about um 
trying to connect romantically on Zoom. So there is something, there's a story for everyone. Ours is about friendship. Um, And it's, there's a lot of great music in it. I I actually have to say the music is fantastic. Um, And you've got Lisa Loeb, the singer songwriter headlining. um, And she's pretty great. She's written the music. She wrote the music. um, Well, she and I wrote music and lyrics together for the song that I sing in it. And um, she's written music for a bunch of the other pieces along with other um, musicians and um, lyricists. And so there's a lot of great work. Like there's a great variety of talent. Um, You both said the same word at the same time, connection. I didn't even notice. You did, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And then we have the bridge behind you, connecting. Um, yeah, no, I think that's, I, I think that's what everyone's sort of striving to do um, mm-hmm. in our isolation. Um, but yes, I think it's, it, it in, the, as you said, this, like, trying to do, create something with a lot of frustration, because we're all in different time zones, we yeah. all, you know, people are meeting, and you know, in different meetings, and, and trying to coordinate, and the tech, the tech is, is much more difficult it's not a zoom call um and um but having all these people sort of put in little pieces you know these little puzzles and that's why it's actually we have no idea what it's going to look like great um (laughs) it's a little terrifying um because someone's putting all the pieces together for us but you know that's not us (laughs) it's not us and um you know it's all last minute of course because that's the way everyone works you know between their work but it's schedule, very like one, one thing that's so cool is I keep using the word authentic like Deb um taped the bells in Rome because those are really specific bells and they play a role in our piece and um you know you can't just sort of sample in general bells so there's just real heart and real um life in our piece anyway we we just mm-hmm. you know I feel really proud and um proud of my friendship and so grateful for my friendship basically that's the end that's beautiful gosh I mean that's yeah that's what what I keep on thinking yeah and and I also I'm so thankful because perhaps had it not been for this we wouldn't have collaborated together we wouldn't know you know because we're always in different places but the pandemic gave us this this space that oh we can even my being in Italy you being in New York New Jersey mm-hmm. we can yeah and what a gift in the midst yeah. of you know true true grief and um and anxiety so that's been um wonderful wonderful gift yeah. And let me just tell the viewers mm-hmm. I haven't seen you since seventh grade <laughs> No, uh, no. And you are stunning and beautiful. And I was saying before that as little seventh grader me, um, when I saw you, I thought you were so cool because you really sort of knew who you were. And you, I remember you played the guitar or maybe it was the the bass. I don't know. Guitar. Like our guitar. Um, And you were hanging out in really cool Led Zeppelin t-shirts. And and I was like, wow, who's cooler than this person? Um, Thank you. Because in seventh grade, I felt far from that. (laughs) 
No, as we well, usually don't feel as so we good. all did. Yeah. yeah. But I, I felt you had already, you know, you knew who you were and I, I felt very amorphous in comparison. Wow. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you're very welcome. But isn't this is funny? rarity, you know? What are we yeah. going to have to revisit that? No, I was going to say, isn't it funny when someone from our child, you know, childhood is so fraught with many things and adolescence is even a hundred thousand times more fraught with these insecurities and these self-perceptions. But it's so interesting when someone from that time period as an adult connects with you and you think, uh-oh, do they know what a nerd I was or, or oh. how incredibly unhappy I was exactly. or whatever. Yes. And, and then you find out, well, no, they had their own stuff going on, first of all, but second of all, maybe they liked you or maybe they yeah. um, saw something in you that you didn't see in yourself. Or mm -hmm. you know, there's, I think there's just like this time for reconnecting or these opportunities for reconnection are just can be really amazing if you, if you see the opportunity for what yes. it could be. And, you know, things can be healing when people are so honest, like Deborah just mm -hmm. was like, oh, really? That's how you saw me? You know? Oh, well, no. And, and I, I suppose, you know, don't you wish you could go back to seventh grade us and say, Hey, you guys, right. You guys are, are you, you know, you, you may not feel very secure, but like, you know, she actually thinks you're really cool. And, yeah. and um, yeah, sort of like, you're, you're, you're doing okay. This is this, this weird insecure space oh, is sort of the way you're supposed to be. Exactly. You'll yeah. survive. And, you know, and you, here you are, you are, you know, this gorgeous, successful person, um, facilitating connection and, um, and thank you getting your voice out. That's amazing. I will say this, I discovered acting later in life and I did it mm -hmm. to kind of get over my insecurities. So I jumped into voiceover improv, you know, on camera acting really to get to move through my stuff. It was my own form of therapy. It's really interesting. That's great. I think most actors are terribly shy and insecure deep down. So um, that doesn't sound. I think, yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I think, I think we do it like as an actor, I think it is therapy. I think I always find when I'm cast in a role, there's a reason and I don't always know it. But later as I start to investigate the character, or the scenario, I'm like, oh my God, that's this in my real life. Yes. And it is incredibly therapeutic because you can use your, your emotional reality and the, or your frustrations that you're trying to work through to relate to the character and then to bring it out to an audience. Right. It's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Are you still playing music, Janine? I do play guitar. Um, mostly it's in my bedroom. <laughs> At one point I was in a band, but there was too much drama in that, but um, mm. I love electric guitar. I've always, I grew up on East 86th street and there was a place my mom used to take me to. She was single called Wednesdays. Mm. And I even had I a remember Wednesdays. Remember Wednesdays? That was a cool, that was such a cool place. Wasn't it? I had a birthday party. Oh there. Yeah. So um, I remember being eight years old and there was a band, it was a Sunday and they used to pour champagne and it would cascade from glass to glass and they had French toast, but the band was playing and I walked up, I, I was probably seven or eight and just stared at the guitarist, his hands. And I was just like, mm. Mm. and from then on, I just, that was my thing. Wow. Yeah. That's um, wow. That's I don't think I thought I have thought of Wednesdays in so many years. 
that has taken me back. And I love that, that, that that's where it began. That's where it started. I mean, I broke up with it like a relationship, but um, I really came back to it when I was living in Boston. I was very alone. Mm -hmm. I was going through a hard time and I kept dreaming. I was awesome. And I thought, come on, this is a dream that keeps happening night to night. Do mm -hmm. something about it. And I did. Yeah. Wow. And you're awesome. Are you, so you're based in, obviously in California, Irvine. Yes. California, Irvine. I'm in Orange County. Yeah. And how long have you lived there? Since well, how do you 2000. Find Since, okay. So you're yes. in like oh, West That's Coast a long time. Long time. But I want to travel at some point. I mean, I would love to come to Italy and, and, you know, get out you're of here. You're vaccinated. You're welcome here. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> so, um, so, um, People can find more information about the event where? On Eventbrite, that we should have that I right will, yeah. at That's the tip okay. of our tongue. It's on um, my blog. I <laughs> um, can find it. Hang on. It's only this weekend. Yes. Um, so it's it's time sensitive. Okay. Um, it but is, it's... Um, here, Sorry, while you're looking, <laughs> I can just tell you, I put everything, every detail on my show blog, get the funk out show. <laughs> okay, good. And uh, I have a link to actors fund. So actorsfund.org. Um, and that gives you, you know, every, all the details on where to get tickets, where to purchase tickets. It's on Eventbrite. I think if you just go to Eventbrite and you put in together a part musical, yes. you can find, yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry, we didn't have that right at the top That's of our fine. tongue. It's a long link, so don't worry. It is. It's fine. Well, I've really enjoyed this, and I'm so excited to check this out later on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank us. You. It's so nice. It's been fun to meet you. Oh, you too. This has yeah. been wonderful. You know, I think this is just something that people can relate to and have a wonderful diversion. I hope so. We're excited. We so. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah. We're excited to see how it all how it all goes ourselves. Congratulations. So.